I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Hello, everybody. All right. Well, this episode is coming out to you guys a little bit later than normal, just because Haley and I have had quite a busy schedule this week and haven't had a chance to really sit down and record. However, we always want to bring you a Litsis episode every Friday when we can, and we're doing that now, just a little bit later than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a pretty busy week for the first week of March. Yes. When, um, is, when is the Ides of March? Is that like a day? Or like a, a vibe? You know, I think it's more of a vibe. But okay. let me Google it right now. It is actually March 15th. Just kidding. I thought that's what it maybe was. Was the 15th for some reason. So we're not there yet. But it has been a pretty busy week. And there's a lot that has already happened. Ooh, do you want me to tell you about the Ides of March? So the Ides in general, simply refer to the first new moon of a given month, usually between the 13th and the 15th. But um, the Ides of March once signified the new year, which meant celebration and rejoicing. Yet when heroes in movies, books, and television shows are Ides of March, it's always a bad omen. Yeah, that's so interesting. I always think of it as something bad, but apparently it's not. Apparently not. There's a, mm. a movie with a uh, Ryan Gosling in it. And um, George Clooney called the Ides of March. That was the first time I ever heard that phrase. So didn't realize it was an actual thing. Interesting. Yes. But yes, already March has been a busy month and it's going to be much busier for us um, as a family. However, we again still want to bring our list of stuff to you. And it's an easy episode, one that everyone always anticipates and waits for. It is our LLDs for the month of February. Yeah, so I don't think, yeah, this shouldn't be a super long episode for you guys. Um, You should know the format by now. If not, please um, go back and listen to any and all of the ones we've done over the past year or two of our LLDs. And I usually would first off say how many books we read in the month. And so far, I, like, this was my first month actually reading. And so... I, I, it was pretty easy to count which ones were for February because they're the only ones I've done so far. Um, but I had five books this month. Okay. And I had seven. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I have my books all in my head. Do you have all yours picked out? I think so. So what's your love? Because obviously you had more books. So my I, guess is I that did. you had more things you had to choose from. But were they more loves or likes or dislikes you had to 
I would to say juice. I would say they were all kind of like medium to like I only had one that was like a low rating that was like as in like less than three I had one that was three one that was two um I think then I had two that were wait what was that excuse me one two two that were four and three that were five but the two but the two of the three fives were harry potter books so they don't qualify okay I was going to say, I haven't given anything a five-star yet, so. Yeah. And being a stickler. Look at you. Okay, but I gave this my love a five-star because I literally read it all in one sitting. I It was the first book I read of February. It was the first fiction book I read. I was just super excited to dive back into fiction reading. Read it all in one sitting while um, I was home. And it was a love hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And it was one of those instances where I was like, this is hyped up by so many people. I don't want, like, I kind of, like, not like I wanted to hate it to prove everyone wrong, but I was like, I feel like I'm just going to hate it. Like, I feel like it's overhyped. I feel like I'm not going to like it. And I actually really liked it. And I loved it. And it was super cute. And it kept my attention. Um, and it actually used to be, a found this out, a Star Wars fan fiction um, with Kylo Ren and Rey. Oh, and then it, then she like changed around to be like a more original story with original characters, but um, the so bones were there. The bones were there, and I gotta say, sometimes fan fiction is like some of the best writing out there. Sometimes. Well, I'm gonna be reading my very first fan fiction this year, so <laughs> I'm intrigued and excited to dive into it because. It's a world that I know nothing about yes. and have never really been interested in knowing anything about. Um, it's but an ex- yes, it's an intriguing world. I, I feel like you can probably go down multiple rabbit holes very easily. Yes, that's true. Um, but I just really like the love hypothesis. I, I can't say words. The love hypothesis. Uh, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. It kept my attention. It had a little bit of steamy for people who like steamy. Um, but I thought that the, it's like a, it's like the fake dating trope, and I really oh, yeah. love that kind of trope in rom- in romantic books. So because eventually they start to actually kind of have feelings. So exactly, and it's and it's fun to kind of see them like fumble through, you know, pretending to be into each other, and then yeah. they're like, oh, we actually are into each other. I don't know. It's cute. So that I is love cute. It. That's super cute. Well, my love for the month of February was actually, um, uh, I have two that I really, really enjoyed that I gave um, four stars to. Um, uh, I think I'm going to have to say my love was The Ballerinas by Rachel Kapelke Dale. Oh, yay. Redemption. It was redemption. Yeah, I had to go with it because um, it was everything I was looking for in a ballet story where you're focused on the the drama of the company and some friends and um, it's based in Europe and it just just was so nice to have like all these different perspectives and as someone who has danced for a very long time and still teaches dance and still um, loves to choreograph and stuff like that like to be in some of these people's minds is it was just really fun it felt super Mm -hmm. Um, but it's very drama as well. Like there's a lot of drama that happens and um, definitely kept my attention. So it was a love, but my like is like a very, very high second to 
to potentially have gotten um potentially to have gotten that spot. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear what the love is, and I'm excited about the ballot. Did you own that, or did you get that from the library? Library, but uh, I know it is at Target for like pretty cheap. So you should there's just hope buy there because you should just buy it because I'm on a buying ban for the year. That's true. You are. You should buy you it, and then yourself. I'll read it. I know. I I gotta stop. It's 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 bad. Let's get it from your library. I know. I could. It would take like a second for you to put your little order in and then you'd get it in a few days and pump it out. Whatever. Sure. Okay, so now what's your like? So my like was um, Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. Okay. These are both books that you forced into my hand the last time I saw you. So apparently they're pretty good. Yes, hence why I chose them as my love and my like. I know you didn't even ask. I literally was like, no. here, these are yours now. You're, like, You're taking these. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so Una Out of Order was just super cute. Um, I liked the way so it was like about a girl who um her birthday is on January first and every um on her like nineteenth birthday leading up to her nineteenth birthday or eighteenth birthday. Anyway, um she like the they count down to the new year and then when she like opens her eyes she's in like her 47 year old body oh and she yeah had somehow time traveled and has and finds out that the rest of her life every year starting on you know first of january she will end up in a different body at a different age of her life and so she's like, so crazy i know so she like leaves little notes for herself to help prepare for it like she leaves like reminders of things because she uses like the stock to um, get really rich because she knows all the companies that are going to end up being big. And so, cool. um, but then it's also about like the relationships and the friendships that she, that she loves and has in each year. And then the ones that she'll miss because um, like, like she'll go and. So does she like disappear from these people's lives? Like she's literally only in their lives or does she actually like continue on but she just doesn't know how it goes because she's skipping around it's so it's like it's like so when she skips to when she's 42 mentally she feels like she just turned 19 yeah but physically she's 42 but then but does she have memories of her life no between 19 and 42 she doesn't she has no memories of it but her physical body already lived through it and mentally she will live through it just out of order okay but still does that mean like she has actually lived those years she just doesn't remember them or know them yet it's like it's not like she's having amnesia or anything it's like it's like her body's literally time traveling forward but she doesn't so it's literally just it's literally just her body aging at multiple ages and times but then she's still progressing mentally yeah, at a regular. Yes. Oh, okay. And and she's actually skipping years, so it's not like that she'll just wake up and yeah. she's old. Like she's actually skipping into the future. So like mm. her mom knows about it, and then she has like an assistant that knows about it. So like when she does her first like skip into like her forties or whatever, maybe she's in her fifties or something. Her mom is there, and she's like, "Oh, I think this is your first leap." Like, let me. Oh, you know. wow. And so, like, she's super confused. Um, and so, like, so she's just mentally, she's not there, but like, physically, her body has experienced all this. And her mom has been with her through it the whole time of seeing her at all these different ages progressively, like each year, but also mentally 
like that's kind of cool yeah so it's, it's super cool and she's intriguing she ends up in these like realizations about life and I thought it was just really good and I don't know it, like the ending was really good and it had like some I wasn't expecting um and I just think it wrapped up really well I think the thing one thing that I had dinged it was I think that the writing could have been a lot better but I do think yeah. it was like a debut novel so yeah. I think it solid debut yeah I think it could have gone very far um in terms of popularity um, yeah. if the writing had been a little bit better yeah maybe if like this was a story that she had kind of kept for a little while or concept and then over time the more she did wrote like it could be something that later on she could have progressed and gotten a little bit more experience and then could have taken it further mm-hmm. but I'm probably because it's it was not such a, a it's not a debut she has two other books but they're just I think they're not as oh no wow. this one's getting published in 2020 she has one from 2018 so okay so it's her second so it's like kind of debut kind of not mm-hmm all right, Haley, what was your okay. like? So my like is a book that I almost picked as a love because I really, really liked it. and But it was more like on the humorous side, which was like enjoyable in that regard versus like something that I felt like I could relate to, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, there were some elements that I could relate to, but um, overall... It was something that I thought was super intriguing, and I think you would love to read it. Um, and it's Finley Donovan is killing it. Oh, okay. And I just saw that you posted that you read the sequel too. I did. I just finished it um, today. Nice. So I have to return it to my local library, which has been supplying some of my my uh, recent reads, and then I have to pick up another book from the library um but i loved the story because it's essentially about which i think i said this a little bit ago but essentially about an author who um is struggling she writes like mysteries murder mysteries but like with romance mixed in mm-hmm. and she's just having a hard time and she's talking to her agent one day at a panera and she just goes like you know, there's only so many ways you can kill somebody. And I'm trying to figure out how to like cover up the body. And like, she kind of just saying stuff like that. And the agent's like, I don't care how you do it. It needs to get done. Like it needs to be, we need to get it done. It needs to be like a clean job, just like you've done before. And I promise I'll try to get you more money next time. We just need to finish this, like close out this, you know, Mm -hmm. essentially like wrap up this deal and hopefully your next book I'm gonna try to make sure you don't get any less than you know like 15,000 or something like that she's like okay and someone kept like eyeing her and their like her conversation and she gets this piece of paper Uh, I think she goes to the bathroom and comes back and there's this little piece of paper on her table that has a name of a guy his address a phone number and a, mo- a money amount and she, she's like what in the world is this so she calls and she's like um she's like I, I overheard your conversation and it sounds like you can do what I need you to do and and make it a clean like hit me tidy 
a clean and tidy job. She's like, what in the world? And this lady thinks that she is like a hit woman assassin who wanted a ton of money and can kill off, you know, her husband. She's like, what in the world? I'm not going to do this. And she's like, but also I need money. And she goes, and she's like, so what do I do? Like, do I have money and try to actually do this? Like, no, I'm not going to do this. There's no way. And I think she, the only logical way the book goes, if there's a sequel, is she 100% becomes a hit woman. Um, I cannot tell you uh-huh. what happens. Um, but you would love it. And I really think you need to check it out um again from your local library if you want um but the sequel is really fun I did say in my review I liked the first one more because it's a lot more humorous I feel like it's a lot of like her fumbling into situations or trying to figure some stuff out and the second one I feel like she's a little bit more like it felt a little too and I said this in my review she felt a little too confident in her choices and how she was going about things and stuff like that and I was like, this just doesn't feel as, like, um, humorous as in, like, how is she going to get herself out of this mess type of situation? Mm-hmm. And so I think that was, like, the biggest thing for me that, like, I still gave the second one a four and I also gave this one a four. Um, but I definitely more so enjoyed the first one because it's, like, the introduction to everything right and the whole situation and all that stuff is just hilarious so I had to definitely mention it and give it my like for the month of February okay so um I dislike for the month of February um is this your two star it's gotta be um was Reckless Girls by Rachel Hawkins okay I can um, see that. I understand. You know what? I understand why you did a two-star. I do. Yes. But you can explain it, because I also read it, everybody. Yes. So, let me thoroughly explain myself. So, um, for Reckless Girls, the way that it was described in the description, and I think this is my thing. This is what my thing is. is I feel like I can find joy out of pretty much any book. And I think I don't choose books that I will not want to read and that I won't enjoy. What the issue is, books get mismarketed yeah. and they intrigue me because it's compared to a book that I love or, you know, Yeah, when you do comparisons, that's like, that can be danger zone, but also yeah. can also like hook, line, and sink a person. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, compare it to blah, blah, blah. And you're like, why would I not want to read something if I yeah. loved that? Yeah, but you know? the, my whole thing is like, it's not my problem. I didn't choose a book that I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. I that's chose true. a book I thought I was going to enjoy because of the description. Yeah. And if, you really liked her previous novel. And I liked one her of her previous novel. novels. Yeah. And, and if, if I had known or if there was a better description of the book at the time that was more um, accurate to the actual portrayal of the book, probably wouldn't have read it. Yeah. But so, it's okay. When, it's so, when they us- so. Give us, like, your overall, like, what they say the book is about and maybe how you would have marketed it a little differently. Okay, so what they say Why the do I feel about, like this is, like, a girl A all over again? It is. It is. So what they say <laughs> the book is, but girl A was worse. What they say the book was about is that, like, the this girl and her boyfriend, um, you know, 
this these two girls want to hitch a ride on this on a boat to this island and ask this girl and her boyfriend who have a boat and they're like sure and they get to the island they end up finding more people there and then suddenly someone goes missing or maybe not suddenly but it says and then someone goes missing and someone ends up dead you know what you know at this island that's mysteriously supposed to have a really dark past Um, yeah and the thing that annoyed me so that that was what it was supposed to be about thing that annoyed me kind of like ooh, what's happening yeah i was like ooh, like what's happening like i was like is there some mysterious force on the island like what is it with this island because yeah the island there's something with the island that's like sketchy yeah, some yeah, of the island that's sure. sketchy, you know, and it's and you know, people have felt weird vibes about it all the time. So I was like, okay, something pretty weird about this island. Something's gonna happen about this island, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it doesn't really, it's not really the island. It's really just a group of people the being setting. in a, in in that type of setting, which is very Lord of the Fliesy, which I get, but they're actually not there for very long. Like yeah. they're there for maybe two weeks when all this stuff goes on. I think maybe less than that. Maybe I like think 10 days. no, I think it's supposed to be a two week trip. But then, because of some unforeseen events, it could potentially last up to another like ten days. Mm-hmm. So they were, so they could be there, like at least three weeks, which yeah. is that's a long time on like a very remote island. Like even when they said they wanted to be there for ten days, I was like, that's a long time. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, but like I don't even know how long it so, actually so, like, is. So in Lord of the Flies. They're on the island from August 6th, 1945 to January 13th, 1946. Yeah. Or like, or even some people even say February. So that's months. So like that makes way more sense. But like a couple weeks on an island, I don't know. Anyway, but the thing that really got me is like, there was like 100 pages, 115 pages of like, just exposition setting up the characters, which is, you know whatever fair but it's actually a really short book it's only like just over 300 pages so it's almost yeah. like half the half book, the book. Like exposition yeah. um there were the two female characters that i literally could not keep straight which one was which i oh, okay yeah like, their personalities felt inter interchangeable they're not me. like the main female character no, but they're like they're the, the two main. girls that like mm-hmm. hire the main yeah. character and her boyfriend yes to take them out to the island yeah um which it's just like I just remember thinking to myself, okay, this one's the more shy one. This one's kind of the more crazy one. And then it felt like their personalities would switch at times. And I was like, yeah, I, you're like, wait, I honestly can't remember is... who's who. And then there was like, like uh, back, back, fla- like uh, back, whatever, flashback, flashback of back those flash. girls, back flash, <laughs> flashbacks of those girls when they were young, like how they met and stuff like that. And then that's also confusing because again, like their personalities don't feel the same to me. Couldn't really keep them straight. Couldn't tell you their names now. Um, and the real the real kicker is like the the part that like intrigued me the most like ooh dis- like missing person like dead body whatever yeah that all that stuff doesn't happen until like the last like sixty pages of the book yeah I feel like that's something very Rachel Hawkins she has a lot of exposition even when I read um the X hex mm-hmm. which was like more of her romance um, a lot of exposition and kind of getting to know the characters and setting stuff up and then um towards the end it's like you know there's something weird happening or you know that you know there needs to be a solution to something or whatever she kind of just like builds and builds and builds the suspense and then all kind of happens at one time and then it's over mm-hmm. and that's kind of just her writing style I yeah feel like I didn't like it because it would have been much better if they had said like mysterious things start to happen on the island 
you know, or like, will the tensions of these people on the island be too much for them? You know, you say that this book was supposed to kind of be like a retelling of and then there were none. Yes, it was supposed to be a retelling of and then there were none. And the issue with I have with that is is it doesn't make any sense at all. Because nothing that like even would tie it. No poem. And then there were none. The whole issue of and then there were none is and also I'll say one by one by Ruth Ware is a little bit like and then there were none. That the one's with, more similar. Yes. The thing with, and then there were none, is that someone dies early. Like, it's early where people mm-hmm. start to die. Um, and yeah, then and it's end. like they're one by one, people are getting kind of pissed yeah. off. And people, yeah. and then the remaining people are trying to figure out what's happening, but they also yeah. feel like they can't trust each other. Yeah. And that does not happen, Reckless Girls. It's very much like this. It feels like an action sequence in the end of a suspenseful movie. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all stuff has happened very fast. I, yeah. there, someone died at one point and I didn't even realize that they died I was like then someone mentioned oh. their corpse and I was like wait a minute oh really yeah I was like see I feel like I think I like I gave this book a three because my threes are kind of becoming like solids for me like it was solid like mm-hmm. it wasn't like awesome but it wasn't horrible and it was decent and I feel like I had said something in my review that I really feel like um I have learned about Rachel Hawkins's writing, which is what I said on here. Um, like she, her te- her style tends to use like a lot of exposition, like you said, and there's a lot of like tension building um, and like scene and world building for the characters before she kind of like reveals their crazy. I think I even said right here reveals their tragic and often psychotic decisions. Um, She's more of a suspense slash drama author with a bit of murder in the mix, mm-hmm. which I think fits her a little bit more. And I said, once you kind of grasp that and you know that about her as an author, then I mm-hmm. think you approach the book differently. But if you're going about it thinking it's going to be one way and it's not, obviously, that's going to be super duper disappointing. Yeah, I just I was not not a fan of how it worked out personally. Um, but I'm glad that you liked it. But I mean, uh, yeah. I thought it was solid. I think it's because I was going into it knowing kind of how she writes and not expecting it to go a specific way. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I remember how she was last time I read it, like her, one of her novels and stuff like that. So I mm-hmm. think I had a little bit more familiarity. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Haley, and what was your dislike of the month of February? I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Oh no. My month dislike was the first book I read of the month. It was the Made by Nita Prose. Wow. And this book is like everywhere. I can't and... believe you disliked it more than Reckless Girls. Yeah, this is what it is. I had, Like I said, I had an idea of what Reckless Girls was going to kind of be like. It had some plot issues and stuff, especially the ending I did not appreciate. But with Nita Prose, it was like... Um, I, I have not read her before. I don't know if this is a debut. If you could look that up for me, yeah, that would be great. But um, yeah, I just, with The Maid, I think I was expecting more of like a clue situation or of like a... It is a debut. A Nancy Drew kind of where it's like mm-hmm. picking up clues and trying to piece things together. And you learn almost everything that's happening and, and, like, not all of the little connections, but you learn a lot of stuff 
pretty early on. At least like is it you're like already how- at least halfway through the book or a little like you're about halfway mm. and you already kind of know. And then the rest of it is just like, all right, how do we catch the bad guys? You know what I'm saying? Like, Which what's I our think- plan? I think I think if you are expecting that or, you know, you don't have any expectations going into it, I think that that's not bad because that's kind of how um, Sundown Motel was where, you know, you kind of figure out who the bad person is like halfway through the book. And then a lot of it is trying to figure out how to catch them in the act, which I enjoy because there's but not I feel a lot like of there was a lot more at stake with Sundown Motel than okay. the maid. And I just feel like, unfortunately this character which everyone does know is a she's you know she's representing some people that I don't even know like if there's like a certain Mm -hmm. type of social disorder or something like that that she's supposed to represent like specifically but she's just like a little awkward and she's but she's so kind and Mm -hmm. she's like someone who just like takes everyone at face value and is really proper and was raised by her grandma who like they always like they they love cleaning and they would always have like cleaning days that they would do at their apartment and just like an old soul and just like even like when she's getting interrogated for stuff she's like oh and will you please tell the prosecutor like um say hello from me or best regards or something like that and everyone's mm-hmm. like why are you being nice to the person who's trying to like put you in jail i don't know or you know whatever it's like, why are you trying to be? Because she kind of gets framed for some stuff mm-hmm. that's going on at this hotel she works at. So there's a lot of like, I don't know. There's a lot of it that I'm just, I feel like she as a character, I really like. But there's the whole, the whole like mystery or quote unquote like crime that's going on is just not. It's not enough, like, high stakes, I don't think. Gotcha. kind of just felt like, meh, okay. You know? Uh-huh. What, what book was it recently that I think we both read where I was like, I felt like the, oh, um. Oh, it was the a Line to Kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not enough high stakes. Yeah, where it was, like, a very and mild situation. Just, yeah. And it's not bad. It's just not what you're anticipating, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that was kind of, that was my dislike. Mm, gotcha. You might still like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to. I'm willing. To, I'm excited to read it. I'm still willing to read it. Yeah. All right. So, um, is there anything else we need to talk about today? Um, well, book what we're month reading out with seven books for well, the month of yes. March to choose from. Yeah. So, and that just felt like perfect. Like it, I told, I told yeah. you, I said this feels like the normal amount we should have always had. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like too many. Um, it feels like it's covering all of our bases for the most part. Like, and it's hitting some like, there were a few pretty big names that mm-hmm. were released. And then you still had some of your, oh, people are talking about this, but it's not super popular just yet. And I love stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so mix of the both. Yeah. So I ended up getting um, Tell Me Everything, which is a true crime story about um, sexual assault. So that'll be um, it'll be a hard read. But that is by uh, Erica Krause. She's an investigative journalist. Um, And then I got The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James, author of Sundown Motel and Broken Girls. And I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I was not. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Mad's getting that. 
Oh, like, the, I, 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 I keep talking was. about it. <laughs> yes. Um, and I ended up picking, um, well, because I, I didn't pick Paris Apartment because you have it. I do. And I didn't pick One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle because you have it. Yes, you bought it um, for me. So, I did. Um, so I ended up doing um, The Cartographers by Tang. I can't think of her last name right now. Oh, yes. I can look it up for you. Thanks. I think the um, photographer sounds really good. So it Peng, sounds super. Peng Shepherd. Peng Shepherd. Um, sounds super intriguing. Um, kind of nerdy, but also mystery. So it's kind of like a national treasure. I'm kind of getting the vibe of. Like a mm-hmm. national treasure nerdy mystery book, which sounds amazing to me. Um, and then I got um, the new Rosie Walsh, which apparently is like becoming multiple people's like book of the month choice oh not book the month's choices but like um book club choices like i just got an email that like good morning america has chosen rosie walsh's new book as they're like oh wow book okay. club yeah like stuff like that which i was like that's really surprising to me um and my book bo- my box is actually getting delayed because apparently the books that i chose were pretty popular choices yeah which mine i was too. like i did not even anticipate that so I think they're having a pretty positive response to having so many books available. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. So then, Haley, then what are you reading right now? Well, you know, I, like I said, I'm about to, literally about to be at my library um, and picking up the second book of um, These Violent Delights, which is oh, kind of yeah. like a Romeo and Juliet retelling based in 1920s Shanghai between these two like gangster families. Um, super fun and intriguing. And there's also kind of like sci-fi, like gory stuff that goes on. Like there's like a, like, it's interesting. I don't want to give anything away because I think you might like it. But, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm getting book two, which is at the library for me right now. And um, so I might read that. I also have a few book of the months I haven't read yet. I've got like the family. I've got the history of in the magical places. I can never remember that title of that book. Um, and, oh, his, history of dark places. Yeah, history of dark places. And um, I had like one or two more book of the months. Oh, the river, a river enchanted. Um, but I also got a few books for Valentine's Day. And my birthday's coming up. So I've got, and I've got books that you've given me. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking I might just pump out um, the second book of this series in These Violence Ends, which she took um, a quote from Shakespeare and split the quote up and had that as her two titles, which no totally way. made me think of you because you love Shakespeare quotes for I, titles. I do. I do. I and, have a whole list of that. Yeah. And so in my review, I talk about that where it's, um, I think it's like these violent delights have violent ends and it's talking about how in your youth you can make really rash decisions that can ultimately lead to your demise or like you know things can backtrack it on you and stuff like that mm-hmm. so um I think I might just read that because I literally just finished it a few days ago before I read the second Finley Donovan um so that might be a good one to just kind of close that out because uh, I think there is only the two um but after that, I'm kind of feeling like this whole mobstery stuff, and I have the family, which is also about like mob family. So we will see. I, I'm kind of in like a 
I'm in like a vibe right now. I'm yeah, like apparently. A, I'm just you know, feeling the gangster mob stuff. I don't know. So we'll see. So that's that's what I'm reading. So what what are you reading? I'm reading The Night She Disappeared by Lisa Jewell. Wow, you're like, I already know. It's yeah. right here with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I haven't been reading very consistently since the start of March, though. So I would like to try to, but I've been working a lot and haven't really had a chance to read. Sometimes I can read when I'm at work, um, and sometimes I can't. And this week I just didn't really have the time. I've also been doing, like, some practice questions for a certification exam. Um, and I feel like oh, yeah. that's a little bit better to do that at work than read. At least yeah. I look like I'm doing something productive related to my job. Yeah. So, and you're more focused on the stuff that you're doing. Yes. So, but I'm hoping to read a little bit more um, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yes, that's that's exciting. I'm excited to see what you pick up out of all the stuff you got for your birthday and book of the month coming. So, Oh, yes. That's Very true. Cool. And, and it's almost your birthday, too. So. I know. Hopefully you get some books for your birthday. I hope so. I don't need a ton, but just two or three would be nice. Yes. All right, you guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Sorry for the late episode, but we hope you really enjoyed getting to hear our love likes and dislikes for the month of February. Let us know what you're reading and what we should read next. Uh, Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. (laughs) 